Now, things are are serious because people are so deeply out of touch with the reality of what makes you a human being. One of my teaching is true love does not have a happy ending. Because true love doesn't have an ending. Just think about that for a moment and see where we're going with that. Is it's what's missing in the world today when we look at, well, where's the solution? Well, I don't think we're talking about a political solution. People have been abusing each other for thousands of years. To what advantage? Today I was sitting, today was uh, Sukkot, and we make a a, a Sukkot out of, uh, you know, posts and leaves and bushes and flowers and hanging vegetables up. And it represents how people lived in the desert during the 40 years. And it has to do with the way of life. It was like, wait, life is really meant to be abundant. There's enough food on the planet to feed everybody seven times over. Even in the worst conditions. Um, and yet they're creating a situation uh, uh, that's truly uh, amazingly dystopic. Don't have to do that. That's the point of making. We can also create a situation that is really upless everywhere on the planet. So I'm sitting in the sukkah, I'm thinking, what is the problem here? Uh, this is simple. There's fruits and there's vegetables and we're outdoors and it's it's nice. What's wrong here? And not where I was, but in the world that we 
we don't have any grace with each other. We don't, you know, uh, we're, we're talking love here. You know, that's a little bit romantic, but it does have no ending because when we really understand who we are as a spark of God, the whole idea is to love the spark of God within yourself and within everyone else. And to that point, love is endless. And what's missing is not some clever negotiations, but people seeing the spark of God in each other and choosing to live in a way that honors that. For thousands of years, we haven't done that. There's nothing new here. I mean, well, what's new is we have the potential to destroy the world. And, and, and people are demonically, because only a demon would want to do that, want to fulfill, you know, Satan's uh, desire to defeat God by destroying humanity. You know, if, if you see the thing, we'll talk more cosmically, because I think it's probably the best way to understand it. It's not like the Russians, Ukraine, and NATO are having a problem. They're a symptom of a deeper problem. Uh, and the deeper problem is that people aren't linked to love. They're not linked to any level of truth. They're not linked to God. They can't see the unity in everything. Now, the idea is eventually oh, uh, we'll have a one-world government and they'll take care of everything. Of course, that's not true. It may look good for a very short time, and then the intent is to move it into a dictatorship of a few people in control and everybody else being human slaves. Whoever survives. So what's going wrong here? How how do we create, you know, and particularly we can talk about robots, how do we create a loveless society where people but objects, industrial objects, when we're put on this planet to grow spiritually and to evolve and to reach higher states of consciousness? Uh, the whole planet is supposed to be doing that. So we're looking at a... Uh, but to do that, you have to love yourself yeah, uh, enough to want to heal yourself and evolve. And yeah, and if you can love yourself, then you can love other people. So the people who are politically or militarily uh, in control uh, have, have lost touch with the, the bigger picture. They're not leaders, okay? They're politicians, they're... they're they have the power of control, but they're not leaders in the sense of leading people to a higher evolutionary understanding and, and bringing people to levels of, of peace and cooperation. That is very possible. Um, there was really only for a short time uh, a leader in India who was a Buddhist. 
And he reigned, I don't know, I think it was 60 years or something like that. And he actually brought peace. Um, that was B.C. And it's like, okay, one person in history bringing real peace, okay, not the promise of peace, but in his reign, he brought the real peace. So the question I have is, uh, why haven't more people uh, arisen who, who can do that or choose to do that? And so the choice comes to us. Can we choose to look at the world and say, okay, I mean, if God wants us to survive, then they're not going to be able to, they won't blow things up. Um, so it's almost like it's out of our hands in the way we can pray, which we should be doing, you know, for world peace and creating a field of peace, like I talk about for Peace 21, um, where we, we create an energetic of, of peace and harmony, and that changes consciousness. Question is, is, is that actually... Uh, going to give us in this very moment what we need and I'm, I'm hoping it does but they're pushing things to a demonic brink and we can also look at these are subtleties but I'm just mentioning Satan God is, is Satan's trying to spoil the party of, of, of the celebration of humanity Let's replace it with robots and, you know, destroy everybody. And, okay, he's got a whole crew working for him. You know, the globalists and the Illuminati and so forth. Um, now, that's one kind of side of the story. And then our job is to bring as many people bringing the light and balance that. And, and what we know is that it's literally even the square root of 1%, uh, people who were really truly in peace could change the world. So our our task is to work as hard as we can to create a, uh, enough conscious people where we shift the global mind and give us the peace that is what's needed. And I, this conflict is doing that. Now, there are different levels of which Satan is working. If you understand we have human DNA, and we have Nephilim human DNA, and when people take the bioweapon injection, it actually changes their DNA, and it's no longer human DNA. That's another way that Satan is derailing God's plan, or trying to derail God's plan. Um, now, we've looked at it in different papers and stuff, and with the uh, product Illuminine, um, we feel that we can reverse a lot. That's a special form of uh, scalar, two scalar wave iron. We can reverse and bring the DNA structure back to normal again, away from the non-human back to human. So we are talking about a battle at that level. 
not just in consciousness, not just demonic consciousness versus high level human consciousness, but literally in the biological level. And so the people who are promoting these kind of demonic things are trying to move us away from our human God planned destiny. So our work is to do the best we can to get back on the human destiny, which is even to go higher than the angels and become one with God. So Richard, I'm going to turn it over to you for a second, uh, because we just have a few minutes left, and hear what you have to say about that. Um, Yeah, as usual, Dr. Cousins, that's enough for several shows in itself, your comments. Um, I agree that the, the love is the answer, and we're talking about a love, a level of love that is not just without ending. It's outside of time entirely. And the reason for that is that time is a characteristic of creation, and this love existed before creation. And that's actually where we came from. It's our essence. So it's what we need to return to even within the creation, and that's the whole challenge. Can we do it fast enough in this chapter to reverse what's happening before it goes over the cliff? And the way I look at it, we have a guaranteed positive outcome, but the question is when. And if it doesn't happen soon, then the things that we have to go through are really unpleasant. And that's what's, you know, motivating me and others right now. I I don't like horror movies, especially ones that seem real and that you're right in and you can't get out of. So the question is, within this chapter of time, is it possible, in spite of all the prophecies and everything, that there's no way out except at the very end, um, is it possible to change to a different timeline? And I think Spirit or God gives us enough options so that if we can access the consciousness that you're talking about, not as an idea, because the belief won't cut it at all. You can believe anything you want, and it's what what you really believe is what you feel to be true at a gut level, below the philosophies. So that has to change for a positive outcome, and there are ways to do that. And I think that's what your projects are are heading toward, and, and like you talked about, hoping to succeed at. I also, at the at the wrap up end, I'll tell about a a parallel project that we're starting at Lost Arts Radio. And as many of these things can work in alliance with each other, the better. And I think, you know, looking at it now. As David Icke said in the recent interview with Alex Jones, on the human level, it doesn't realistically look like a chance to, you know, stop the carnage. But on a spiritual level, which affects the physical, it's definitely an opportunity that's not gone yet. And how we use the time that we've got available is critical now every minute, not just the so-called leaders, but everybody Everybody has a huge influence on the outcome, and that includes you as an individual person listening to this show. So don't underestimate your own importance and look at where your thoughts and your emotional state are going 
and if that's what you want to manifest or not. And there's much more after that. So what does that look like? And there has to be a place... There has to be a place where people begin to love themselves, not egoically, but to understand that we are the image of God. That we were meant to bring the light of God on, onto the planet. Now, these days, there aren't a lot of people that believe in God. I mean, it's, the percentage has decreased. But I'm also speaking beyond that. I believe in God or I don't believe in God into understanding that we are the image of God, we are the face of God on the planet, and it's our actual role to be that expression. Now that is a change in consciousness. And that's a major change. One of the things is it's well, first of all, why people don't believe in God. I think the most common reason is look what's happening and if God is all powerful and all love how could this be allowed and I think that's a reasonable question and you know I a lot of very smart people have come to the conclusion that God's not in charge demons are in charge and I know several that have committed suicide based on that belief and observation and what they're missing is that God is absolutely real but works also through all the individual people, including us. So the choices that we make are what allows God to flow through without obstacles or gets twisted into programs like, you know, are destroying the world right now. And the people that are in charge at the top level are satanic and under the, in my experience, under the control of non-human levels, um, they're the most confused and the most imprisoned, the most out of touch of anybody, and they actually believe in evil, which is just a aberration that it's temporary. So that's some leader is not going to show up and do everything for us that we're supposed to be doing ourselves. We need to take responsibility and learn how to let that power flow through us again, and it is still possible. So, this discussion that you brought up, well, these bad things means there isn't God, completely misses the point that humans have a learning curve. And we learn, usually, unfortunately, the hard way. And there is a teaching, a, a biblical teaching, that whatever God does is for the best. And we don't know what that means, but what we're facing, I believe, is waking a whole lot of people up, spiritually. Um, more people are talking about waking up now than, you know, a year ago, for example. It's like, well, this is pretty serious. These people are pretty I'm not going to use the word crazy, but pretty demonic. And as you say, they've aligned themselves with the dark side. That won't go well for them. And when we understand the roles of karma and things, you don't get out of that position, unfortunately, at some point. Uh, there's no, there's no need to be terrified of 
God showing up and punishing people because even nobody has to catch you. Karma is constant. And that's to right. the point, it's, it's so exact that even thinking in a nasty way about anybody is, uh, has its effects, and you, you don't want to do it. And these people that are so smart that are serving evil and setting up horrible futures for themselves by all the destruction that they're intentionally harming us with. They're not actually very smart. You know, anybody who understands the karmic operation that's built into your consciousness would never knowingly uh, wish harm for anyone. They're just totally out of touch with how things work. Right. We, we We need to stop this stuff before it goes much farther. So the point that's coming up is we get the playing field and and we create our situation. And you just call it karma. And there are always consequences to karma. This situation we're looking at the world is pushed by demonic energies, but it's also a result is a karmic consequence of us not being truly aligned with God and creating all kinds of imbalances that aren't aren't corrected. Now, the situation has the potential to make a pretty big correction. And I believe, again, people are waking up and saying, okay, I see where I missed the mark. I see that I don't really understand. So I return to the word love. And it's love not in a um, sexual or relationship way. It's love of your love of yourself as the image of God and love of God as a motivating force to get to get back on track and to return to God. And uh, we just went through a, a, a holiday, a process once a year, where. In a sense, um, it's astrological too. There's, it's the energy of God Eden, and it's uh, coming from the constellation of Libra, where we have an opportunity to, to literally let go of all the dark things we've done for the years, if for the year, uh, and for the years. If we choose to do that, there's an opening to undo it. We call it Yom Kippur. There's an opening to undo it, you know, in a cosmic way. It's a particular energetic that is existing for a period of time um, from the constellation of Libra as we go through this time space. So we have these opportunities to change our ways, and that greatly changes the energy on the planet. And even though the dark side is pushing very, very, very hard for a nuclear war, this isn't over with yet. You know, that they would go in that direction, that that they'll succeed in that. They're pushing hard. And uh, so I feel that the more we pray, the more we connect with God, uh, we have the opportunity to turn this around. I mean, there are people saying this could happen in the next two or three days. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's that far off, okay? Um, And 
the Russians are, are interesting because they, they just gave a lot of violent feedback to the bridge that got blown up by uh, the Nazi forces, you know, in Ukraine. And it's like, whoa, you know, lots of missiles, lots of destruction, I think, uh, up to 20 cities. But we have a chance to sit back and reflect. We can now up it, or we can say, wait, this is getting out of hand. We need to choose to back down with what we're doing and work towards peace, even though you have people uh, in political control saying we, we have no interest in peace. So we have we have some real choices. We're in peace right now. And, and I think it's really yeah, but, important, just, just all the commentators that are saying, you know, we, for example, in the West, are doing these things, pushing toward war. No, it's not we. It's the crazy people in charge and the ones that are following their orders. But but it can be turned around. And I think your point that it's waking up a lot of people, even people working, I think, clearly for the dark side, even the ones that look nice, for example, Elon Musk, who's involved in pushing so many dark side projects, including covering the world with 5G and uh, connecting to computers to your brain and things like that. Even he was saying, you know, this is not good. We don't want total nuclear annihilation. We should have peace talks. And And he got jumped on by the ruler, the figurehead ruler of Ukraine, Zelensky. Zelenko. And and Zelenko is not a ruler. He's a puppet. No, we understand that. I think that's what you're saying. He's, he's well, would you say that again, Dr. Cousins? I couldn't quite hear you. Dr. Uh, Zelensky is not a ruler. He's a puppet. Okay. The figurehead ruler. Right, 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 right. I'm just emphasizing that uh, literally his strings are pulled by, you know, the dark forces, the political. And so he's, he's you know, he and the prime minister of England are calling for, you know, all out nuclear war. It's like totally crazy to have the leader. Uh, Zelensky is one thing, but to have the leader of England, calling for it, it's like, oh, this is this is far out. You know, how, I mean, uh, so we need to stand up at the best we can in the next, particularly in the next few days, and really be praying and meditating for peace um, in a big way. Because uh, that's the power we have. Yeah, I totally agree, and you know, I think it's important to remember when you're looking at the higher perspective of all this, that it's not just the nice people who are made in the image of God. These people who are psychotic and are totally hypnotized and under some kind of a total mental mind control by the real demonic rulers, they're made in the image of God, too. And so... You've got these incredible, limitless, beautiful, immortal souls acting like demons, and somebody has to start the spark that will snap them all out of the trance, and that could be you. Right. It could be all of us. Okay. I mean, I think it's true. I also think, people ask me this question all the time, 
well, how far you go between it before it's irreversible? And the more I look at the question, for some people, it does become irreversible. So I, I don't think, I mean, I think certainly, a, a, hopefully a good portion, it's not necessarily irreversible. But I think we are looking at some people that it's, they've gone too far. And they go what we call in the Torah terms, past the 50th gate. And so we have to be aware that uh, we have to try to reach as many people as possible um, and get them to open their hearts to understand their true destiny, which is to wake up to the divine and be the light of the divine. Yeah, you know, part of that question, which really doesn't change what we do, but it's an interesting question of whether some people are too far gone to reverse. It partly depends on your larger view. You know, I think uh, there's so many of us that believe you only get one lifetime, and if you don't make it in that time, you're done. And then there's another point of view that is coming from people who remember other things and say that if you mess up irretrievably in one lifetime, you're setting up a horrible karmic future, but you're still an immortal spirit. You're not a human body. You're not made out of DNA. You're not anything on the physical level except for your costume. And so the people who have irretrievably lost it for this lifetime, that's not the end. And, you know, the people who remember over and over coming back are affirming that. And it it doesn't really matter as far as what we need to do right now. Either way, it's the same. But my particular memory is that if I was one of those people that was considered irretrievable and I had made the mistake of selling out to evil, I wouldn't want to be abandoned. You know, I'd want somebody to stick with me long enough to turn it around in this lifetime or later and i still i still see that as possible but that's kind kind of an academic question because regardless of whether there's one lifetime or many our work right now is critical and what happens in this chapter even if it is not complete annihilation on a permanent level it's unpleasant enough, so it's worth everything we can do to turn it around now in this chapter we're in. I I, t- I couldn't agree more with you. I you know uh, almost all the traditions I'm aware of are aware of past lives, um, and I think there's a huge amount of evidence that suggests there are past lives. So it goes beyond people's belief systems. That's what I'm actually trying to say here. Um, and it is an evolutionary thing. Um, it's not, I'm not just talking about Hindu, I'm talking about Buddhists, I'm talking about Taoists, I'm talking um, even Native American. So uh, where I'm going with that is uh, our work, just like you say, is to do it now and to focus on that. I'm making a point that I think you and I may be very on is that for some people, we're not necessarily going to reach them because they've passed the fifth, what we call the fifth day of the gate. But there are plenty of people 
who can be reached and who, who can turn this around. I'm going to put it that way, just to kind of get it. And I'm not calling it an academic point. I'm also saying we have plenty of people we can reach without worrying about whether this person or that particular person can't be reached. So that's how I'm looking at it. So I would like to kind of end with a, a prayer that we are able to understand the light of God within ourselves and see it in uh, those around us, but also see it in all peoples. And as we meditate and pray, uh, in the ne- particularly in the next few days, but continually, may we be able to activate that light of God in all people and move away from jumping off the cliff. Amen. I would second what he says. Even if I believed that people were lost forever in this lifetime, I would want as few as possible for that to happen to. And if you realize that as little ego selves, there's not much that we can do and our perception is limited and we make mistakes and all this kind of stuff, because of our connection to spirit and God and where we came from, it's possible to open that up and then unlimited things can happen through us which are done by God and don't depend on what you believe they're just depending on connecting to that reality so one of the things I guess there's two points that I'd like to make as a wrap up here for from my side one of them is uh, Dr. Cousins programs are coming from a desire to put a happy ending on this chapter in spite of the overwhelming feeling that, you know, there's nothing that can be done at this point. And they deserve deserve full support to reach as many people and do as much good as possible. Health on all levels, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. And remember uh, the websites that you can get all of his information from, drcousins.com and treeoflife.mn.co, which I think are probably on the screen. Um, The other thing is that I haven't actually asked you guys to consider a certain program up to now, really, but we're seriously, especially since I was almost taken out completely, not completely, fortunately, but it made me realize in a really uh, down-to-earth manner that we have no guarantee of one more minute in this particular body or on this plane. So the time that we do have is more valuable than we realize. And what we're going to do now, I'm looking for a core group. I'd like to have people from all parts of the world, every particular country, every region, not just the general population, but those people who are willing to work on themselves and open up to the flow of energy from spirit, not on the belief level, but on real experience level. And that takes work. And we have some clues that I call the five clues that I'm going to be making videos about starting today. And those say that this is possible. Not to just hope and pray that, you know, please make things go better, but to actually open yourself up as a channel for spirit to work through without the ego self in the way. And we're going to be doing that in Planetary Healing Club 
anybody that's interested and feels like you might be willing. This is serious work, but it's not the kind of work that you think of where it's drudgery or incredible discipline against what you want or anything like that. It's not nasty, horrible, unpleasant work. It's work that requires dropping all stress, all conflict, all ego worries, and opening yourself up to an energy that comes from unconditional love. And that can be done, and we need to do it now, in my opinion. So if you want to help us, if you want to join me in that and work on it in person every week online um, and with homework in between the meetings for you to do, go to planetaryhealingclub.com, and if you're willing to put in the effort, um, join us. And if there's a question about that, see whether it's worth it for you, because I'm not going to recommend it for anybody that is not ready to actually make some major changes in mindset, uh, emotional space. Remember, there's a physical world, but it's influenced by the emotional world that you're carrying around all the time, and that can be changed. And if you change that, there's evidence that it changes the physical, and it already is. And it, we're actually using this principle now, but in a negative way without realizing it. That can be reversed. So if you want to be part of that project to turn that around, start a spark that spreads quickly over the world, um, please do. I'm looking for people from all parts of the world to change the atmosphere of the planet. And that's at planetaryhealingclub.com. So however you're working, value your time and think of, you know, this will soon be finished and we'll be off to another chapter of existence, looking back at what we did now. And think of all the things you will wish that you had done with more attention and more benevolence to everybody, more active love in your life, looking back when you're leaving the world and say, what if you had another chance to do that now? when you were still here, way all the way back in 2022. Could you get back there and have another chance to do it with the attention that it deserves? And God says, yeah, you can, and here you are. So what will you do with your time? Think about it. Make it real. And I'll see you soon. That sounds really good, Richard. Sounds really good what you're doing.